How we doing? How we been? Welcome back to the Space with Spo show. Today's episode is brought to you by Space with Spo, the only place on the internet where you can get space news with unfiltered original comedy. Today's episode is all about the Inspiration4 mission. We're going to talk about the background, the crew, the mission itself, the launch, the landing, and the overall impact. Go ahead and sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. The dash is digi, the schedule busy, my head in a hoodie, my shorty a goodie, my cousins are crazy, my cousins like boogie, life is amazing, it is what it should be, been here for 10 but I feel like a rookie, I tell her look up cause it's snowing in tussies, but for three years man you can't even book me, it's me and little baby that going Live crazy. from Murray Hill, Manhattan, you are now listening to Space with Spoke. Ladies and gentlemen, we are boots on the ground in Spacetown, USA for the Inspiration4 launch. Unfortunately, this episode is going to be audio only. The internet connection in my hotel room sucks. I can't upload a 4K video. It will take like five hours. I can barely watch porn in here. It's horrible. Pray for me. All right, so let's go over some background. It all started last year at the Super Bowl, and I doubt any of you guys remember this because most of y'all were probably incoherent off of Tito's at this time in the game. But basically, a commercial dropped hyping up this brand new mission called Inspiration4. Inspiration4 is the world's first all-civilian space mission to orbit the planet for three days all alone, meaning nobody on this spaceship will be a NASA astronaut. It also had this amazing song in the commercial where it was like, up above the world so high. And it basically encouraged regular everyday people to raise money for St. Jude's and apply for this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to go to space. The sweepstakes began and space fans around the world started donating to St. Jude's and submitting videos for why they should be picked to go to space. Of course, I applied, and as you guys know by now, I unfortunately did not make the cut but they did end up reposting my video the day after the Super Bowl, which was pretty cool. I think you guys will understand why I was not chosen once you meet this crew. So let's go over who's going. First things first, you got Jay Money, a.k.a. Jared Isaacman, billionaire entrepreneur and head honcho, top gun commander of this spaceship. He's the guy who dropped all the money to rent the spaceship from SpaceX. He also threw $100 million at St. Jude's to start the fundraising party. Him and his team then selected three lucky people to join him in space. The first person we got to talk about is this 29-year-old girl named Haley. This girl is a national treasure and needs to be protected at all costs. She's a childhood cancer survivor who beat the odds and then went back into the hospital as a physician's assistant to help other kids and show them how they could beat the shit out of cancer. She was going to be the youngest person in space, but then Jeff Bezos sent fucking Oliver Demon up there for five minutes, so now she's not the youngest anymore, but Haley will be the youngest to orbit the planet for sure. The crazy part about Haley's story is she didn't even apply. Jared basically reached out to the hospital like, hey, do you have any people here who basically defied the odds of everything and now work here and are saving children? And they were like, yeah, fucking Haley. So she randomly got a phone call from Jared one day asking her if she wanted to be a part of the mission. And of course, she said yes. Then we got Dr. Siam Proctor. She is a geology professor and she actually applied to be a NASA astronaut back in the day, but she was unfortunately denied. But now she's back and she is set to be the first black female pilot in space history, which can never be taken away from her. And lastly, we got Chris Simbroski. Chris is the man. He has a wild story, too. He basically saw the Super Bowl commercial just like the rest of us, donated to St. Jude, forgot about it. A month later, he gets a call saying he won the seat. And then he found out that his friend actually won the seat. His friend wasn't able to go, so then he passed it to Chris. I don't know. The whole situation is just wild. That guy deserves drinks on Chris legitimately the rest of his life. So that's the team, baby. Four crew members representing the mission pillars of leadership, hope, generosity, and prosperity. 
Honestly, it makes sense why I wasn't chosen, right? My story isn't shit compared to these guys. Yeah, I went to Kansas, joined the fraternity, blacked out for four years. Now I'm living in New York City, going to Gem Saloon every weekend and podcasting about aliens and spaceships. All right, let's dive into the launch. I have no idea what to expect. I have never been to a rocket launch. I'm fully preparing to pass the fuck out. I need to make sure that there is soft ground behind me. Pretty much all I know for a fact is that it's going to be loud as shit. It's a beautiful day out right now in Florida. As of right now, the launch window opens at 8 p.m. Eastern time, and that window will be a five-hour window. So at any point from 8 p.m. in the next five hours, they can launch. And if something happens today where they can't launch, they're going to go again tomorrow at 8. So the Inspiration4 crew will be launching on a Falcon 9 rocket, and they will be riding in a SpaceX Dragon spacecraft. This is the same spaceship that launched Bob and Doug up last summer. This Dragon spacecraft also sent Crew 1 and Crew 2 to the International Space Station. It's pretty much the top spaceship in the world right now. I mean, this thing is sexy as hell. Once they launch, it will only take them about three to four minutes to get to space, which is longer than most of you guys last in bed. Ooh, burn, baby, burn. Okay, now here's where this mission is different from other SpaceX Dragon missions. They are not going to the International Space Station. Inspiration 4 will actually orbit 80 miles higher than the International Space Station. And the talk of the town isn't about how far away from the planet they're going to be. It's all about this new cupola window that they installed. Once they get to orbit, they have too many windows. And then they have this new glass dome, which is the largest continuous window in space history. And it was basically added to the top of the capsule where the Crew Dragon had its docking door. But they don't need the docking door to go to the ISS. So they replaced it with this massive fucking window. They're going to be able to see the world like nobody has ever seen it before. So yeah, these guys are going to have pretty much the best view in human history besides the dudes that went to the moon. Because pretty much the further away from our planet that you go, the better view you have, in my opinion. Once they get into orbit, they're going to be going around the planet roughly 15 times per day for three days. While they're up there, they're going to be doing press events, and they also have a bunch of science experiments. They have like 365 pounds of scientific equipment up there. So ultimately, this mission will help better our life here on Earth for sure. All right, let's jump into the landing. The crew will re-enter the atmosphere after three days, obviously depending on the weather in Florida, and splash down in the Atlantic Ocean. SpaceX recovery teams will meet up with the capsule, hoist it onto the ship, extract the crew, bring them ashore, and then the mission is over and the splashdown fun begins. The music starts, the drinks get flowing, and the party gets going. The impact is going to be massive. This is the largest St. Jude's fundraiser ever. Fuck cancer. Honestly, we need to figure this shit out. Too many people are dying from something that we should be able to fucking control. I mean, this is a huge step in making life multiplanetary and getting regular people into orbit. I mean, less than 700 people have ever been to space. Now, SpaceX is about to have three spaceships in space at the same time. They got the Crew Dragon that took Crew 2 up there that's currently on the ISS. They have the Cargo Dragon that dropped off a bunch of shit on the International Space Station, still docked up there. And now they're going to have Inspiration 4 orbiting above all that. They also have hella missions planned for the next two years. I mean, the ball is rolling, baby. We're living in the space age. And lastly, let's just call a spade a spade. This whole mission is inspiring. Space exploration for every everyday people was once considered a dream and it is now reality you should feel inspired to pursue whatever it is you are passionate about whatever that might be put your foot on the gas and go i know i'm definitely inspired i mean shit i'm just so grateful to be here right now i get chills thinking about how far we have come since that first video i put out in my bedroom like a year ago and now i'm over here sitting in florida with a media pass podcasting with my shirt off in my hotel room so if you're listening right now i just want to say thank you for your support it means the world to me without you none of this is possible if you got a dream chase it baby because if you don't quit 
you can't lose. These four crew members will never see the world the same again. And this mission is about to open that door for the other 7 billion of us. So as you guys know, I will be boots on the ground. I'm going to try to record as much content as I can. Unfortunately, I do hear rumors that they have shitty cell service. So I'll see what I can do. Be sure to follow me on Instagram for live updates. To watch the Inspiration4 mission live, you can also head to YouTube or Inspiration4.com. Make sure y'all tune in. You do not want to miss this. I love you guys. I'll see you tomorrow.